Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I should have two beers for this show now. I'm almost done with my first one. <laughs> we haven't even done the show yet. Sipping the first one. <laughs> sip, sip, sipping on some scissor. Oh, man. Oh, so did you hear uh, Joel Schumacher died? I did hear that. It's unfortunate. Oh. I didn't realize he was so old, to be honest. Yeah, I actually thought he was younger. When I heard he was 80, I was like, 80? Really? I was like, shit. He must have directed... Um, oh, what was that damn movie he directed? Not the fire one, the other one. Or he jerked a lot. Huh? Lost, Lost Boys. Um, Lost Boys, yeah. yeah. Flatliners. He must have been, shit, late 40s when he directed Probably. Lost Boys? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, Lost Boys was 87. Grab it, assist. <laughs> and it's my, funny. My, my t- fucking mother loved that movie. Dude. I've seen it, like, a hundred times. <laughs> well, what's funny is, is that, you know, like, most people remember him for, you know, putting the nipples on the bat suit, you know. Yeah. But it's like you kind of forget that he actually directed a lot of good movies too, you know. I told um. I mean, I just watched movie. Falling Down the other day, and I forgot that was a Joel oh, Schumacher film. That? Yeah, he directed Falling yeah, Down. Yeah, I love that movie, dude. Yeah. He directed like he, the Batman thing was weird, but a lot of his movies were were done in a, in a, in a different kind of style, yeah. you know. And it, it was intri- He would do some interesting shit, but yeah. um, I it reminds me as I told my kids that I had seen um. Beetlejuice a hundred times, like I've seen it <laughs> forever. I said I wore the tape out, you know, right. as a kid. And and my kids go, you always say that you've seen these movies. Why do you watch movies so much? Why do you keep watching the same movie over and over again? I'm like, oh, why do you because- keep talking with that tone so much? <laughs> <laughs> After I slapped the shit out of him, um, I said, and I go because we had a shelf with some VHS tapes on. Right. We didn't have Netflix and Hulu <laughs> and CBS. Voodoo fucking thing. <laughs> thousands and, th- and they still say there's nothing to watch fucking yeah. ass well it's funny too because like when you see that you like 
you know, uh, what was it? John Mulaney had a great bit where he's like, he goes, yeah, my wife sits there like one of those like nature scientists and goes, he'll repeatedly watch, he'll watch a movie on television that he already owns. And when confronted with this, he doesn't understand. <laughs> he looks angry. He looks at you angrily. And it's yeah. like, you know, it's like, going, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, but I think it's because we come from that generation that, you know, pulled movies. Like, you only had a certain selection of movies unless you went yeah. to Blockbuster and you'd have, like, you know, and I used, I, that's probably what, that actually, I know that's why I have such a big Blu ray selection is because that's from where I got is you buy movies because then you just put them on. And, and, and believe it or not, those movies come in handy when you, uh, you know, when you don't have internet and you can't yeah. stream shit, suddenly it's like, oh, I have a ton of shit to watch still, you know. By me, I retreat to my bookshelf. As soon as the <laughs> internet's down, everyone's in the house like, what are we supposed to do? And I'm just looking at, um, oh, this one. And then I sit down. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's funny too. Like when you look at Joel Schumacher stuff, you know, people, like I said, you know, people mostly remember the, which was it, the two Batman movies. And, uh, you know, and then, but, you know, he was the the Brat Pack, you know, St. Elmo's Fire and the Lost Boys, which is, yeah, very popular with, you know, with my with my crowd and Falling Down. Yeah, it's funny because like, <laughs> and like Falling Down, I just watched was it a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago on, yeah. on Netflix or something. And it was that just. That movie's fucking great. <laughs> I love that movie. Wait, I'm the bad guy? I'm the bad guy. <laughs> it's It's funny too, because that movie is one of those movies that tricks you into rooting for a bad person right but then also it makes you think what made him a bad person right you know what i mean and it's it's a really thought-provoking movie and sometimes i think it doesn't get enough credit because it's one of those movies that a lot of people especially people who are younger don't know right like it's not this movie that everybody watches you know what yeah. i mean it's well, not Clockwork Fucking Orange, which I, I hate. I don't like that movie. I've never watched Clockwork Orange because because people, of that, people jerk off about that fucking movie. <laughs> I, I watched it once and I go, "Does not make any fucking sense?" <laughs> like I was just like, "It's just glorifying violence." Yeah. And then I'm like, I think people like this because it was shockingly violent for the time. Well, it was banned in England for what twenty years, something like that. Yeah, which of course builds up the controversy. And then he's drinking milk and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And one of the things that you know that I was uh, I was thinking about when I was watching Falling Down was that most people don't understand that all the shit he was complaining about is the stuff people complained about back then. Real you know, shit. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, with the the. You know, with the the gang banging and the the, the way the you know the, the stupid shit like the way hamburgers look on the picture as opposed to when you get them, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. that's all shit we're completely used to now. Yeah, and uh, the whole street the street cleaning is like you know, and he fires the fucking rocket launcher down the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just it's stuff like that, and then suddenly you start seeing that oh, he is a bit of a nut, you know, and then he starts yeah. getting and it's 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 done so subtly that all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, this motherfucker's a maniac. <laughs> you know, and you're like, I rooted for this dude. Yeah. I think it happens when he's um I it first clicks for you when he's in the um army surplus store. Yeah. I, that's when it starts you're kinda like, wait a minute. And even though and that was perfect too, because the dude in the army surplus store was a Nazi. Right. Not a neo Nazi, sorry. <laughs> so um 
he started doing a neo-Nazi shit, and then you were rooting for him again. Like, yeah, fuck this Nazi bitch. Yeah, because and then he shoots him, and you're like, oh, well, okay. The, but the thing is, is that it because he is a neo-Nazi, most people are like going, cool, good. You know, it's, it's the scum of the earth. And, you know, when he starts losing it more and he starts harassing his wife and stuff like that. And, yeah, you kind of think, well, maybe maybe he was just an intense dude and the wife got a little freaked out. Like you were saying, you know, that you thought- I even said that I was watching the movie and I hadn't seen it in a long time. And I was watching the movie and I was like, this chick's tripping. Like maybe he didn't even do nothing. I kind of felt bad for him because it's presented that way. Right. Even the cops looking at her. Yeah. Like and then she says it's it's hard to explain. And I was like, this bitch. Like she just fucking got in an argument with him and threw him out the house. But then you realize, no, it was hard to explain yeah. because he never hit her. But he was he was manipulating her and right. he was he, he was on the brink of hitting her. Right. You know, and then you see like the and then there were the moments of and, you know, he had the moments of softness with his with his daughter. Like when um, he took those he didn't really take him hostage, but he saw those people in that pool. And yeah. then when he cut his hand and he saw the little girl with the blood and he's like going, oh, no, 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 I would never hurt you. I wouldn't hurt you at all, you know, that kind of thing. And and you're just kind of like, okay. So it, it, he wasn't a clear-cut villain and or hero, but at the same time, you're just like, damn, you know, like he, he, he was cold-blooded. Dude. Yeah. And then you had then and then you had something was wrong with him. Yeah. And then you had Robert Duvall who was just, well, Robert fucking Duvall, Robert Duvall, dude. dude. I mean, you can't, you know, there's not. There's, Come on. Yeah. Bro. I his mean, little his little last stand at the end. Oh yeah, what, I, I love that dude. What do you fucking stood up to his wife? Hey, I'm doing a job here. You're gonna have food ready Shut when I get up. home. And she's like, you don't have to yell. <laughs> I was like, bitch. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, but yeah, it was kind of. I was yeah. It was that was real sudden. But apparently, he's been battling with cancer for a year. So uh, has he? Yeah, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, so that sucks. But yeah, so. uh yeah, if you haven't seen any of those movies or you want to kind of pay tribute to him outside of the Batman movies, <laughs> you know, he's he's done some good shit. So go ahead and I watch that, it. He, most likely the Batman movies was more the studio making him do some silly shit. Yeah. To be honest, because that, even for him, that was a direct. It was weird. Like it wasn't choices you would have expected him to make because oh, he's so. I think a little bit was also kind of like his way to kind of throw in a little latent. Particularly in the Batman and Robin, there was a lot of little latent kind of innuendo in there, you know. And yeah. I think he just kind of did that just to do it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Fuck it, it's a Batman movie. Right. Who cares? I got my check. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making my money." <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, making their money, man. That. T- By the way, before we continue, welcome to the welcome to the Lazy Geeks uh, weekly podcast that takes an unfiltered look at geek and pop culture. And removes all the clickbait cl- clutter. We're thinking so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And in uh, the new calendar, this is episode 21. In the old Gregorian calendar, this is episode 367. You said the old Gregorian <laughs> calendar. <laughs> the calendar of our forefathers. <laughs> the, the calendar of our Lord and Savior. <laughs> um, somebody had a bad weekend. <laughs> yeah didn't really work out did you see the i think i shared it to you it was the video it was a video of trump getting off the plane was it with the hail to the chief in the local it was hail to the chief in c minor minor, yeah and and anything in c minor sounds depressing it was hilarious i was like oh my god 
<laughs> I saw that I was cracking. Somebody put it to um, uh, curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny too, like seeing him get off the helicopter. He just looked so like dejected and like defeated. Like, like you kind of expect he had his the the maga hat all crumbled up in his hand. You kind of expected him to just like throw it on the ground and kick it or something like that. The dream's done. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And then when I saw like uh, you know when I, you saw like the people lining up in front, I'm thinking, oh, this is this is gonna get bad. And then all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, they're tearing down the overflow section. I was like. What I go? Is it over already? And they're like, he hasn't even done a speech yet. And like, yeah, because like half the stadium's full. <laughs> I mean, well, honestly, let, let's be, let's be honest. Because- let's be honest. Golden State has better audience attendance than, than that. Let's <laughs> disrespect um, <laughs> to Golden State. <laughs> it's fucking. Not only are a lot of people not really vibing with him <laughs> right now, but also. Even people that might be his fans are not fucking stupid. They're not yeah. going to go to a public place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fucking retarded. Well, some people said that, you know, um, Pascale shot himself in the foot by saying, oh, we've had like a million requests for tickets. And then people are probably going to be like, oh, a million? Well, I don't want to go to that. Yeah. I don't want to be there. And then you had a bunch of TikTok kids go ahead, like, oh, yeah, sure, we'll be there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it... it it was pretty fucking hilarious. And now you're reading all the inside baseball of where, you know, like my brother was kind of like, I don't know. I kind of want to watch it. I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it for shit. Um, and, uh, but then I ended up seeing that CNN and like MSNBC weren't really carrying it. Like they were, they had like their regular thing, but in the low corner, they kind of had that it, this was going on. And every time he said some bullshit, they like jump back and go that they didn't carry it like all yeah. the way through. And, um, so I was like, all right. So, you know, so you start hearing him, you know, Kung flu and all that bullshit. I was like, I was like, oh my God, you got to go to like those old races. I was like, oh yeah, no, that's it's right. Fine. It's not even shocking anymore. No. Like I saw him. It's times, just how low can you go? Like that's really. I, I saw in the times that says President Trump first coronavirus is Kung flu. I literally didn't even blink. I just fucking did. Of course he did. Yeah. So what else and is honestly, he going to do? If it wasn't Trump and it was one of the homies low-key kind of funny yeah <laughs> if i know it's from someone who actually isn't a racist piece of shit <laughs> right it's low-key kind of funny <laughs> right because i my friend my homeboy fucking renee said that shit he was like yo coronavirus came from china right and i'm like yeah and it was that thing they do it on um tiktok and shit where they'll mix two words together and then they'll run away oh right <laughs> <laughs> so he goes he goes yeah you know how it was in china right and I go, yeah. And he goes, it's like the flu, right? And I go, yeah. He goes, it's the Kung flu, homie. And then he bolts off. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I know, because then he came back and he goes, but seriously, that's horrible. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, it's like the, it's like the, what I usually call the fist, fist bump acknowledgement. Like you're like going, bro, that was low. But you're like, you can't really dispute it. So you kind of just do that, like acknowledging with the fist bump, you know, like, I got you. Like, I get, you know, I got you, bro. <laughs> it's like, that was shitty, but okay. <laughs> you know, I give it to you, but yeah. And, and it's just like, and, but just seeing him go through that, just like going through that and just, it's got it. Like he's so fragile, like ego wise that, you know, that's, that had to be burning him up inside. Just looking up at the top tier and seeing like one dude with the make America great sign, you know, sitting in this sea of blue chairs, you yeah. know, it's like, that's just really gotta 
That's really gonna I don't get think, him. Isn't Biden? Didn't Biden say he's not gonna? He's not gonna um, do any rallies. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. He said not yet, but uh, you know he might be doing. He might be trying to work on some virtual stuff, or maybe even do some low key stuff. You know. Um, well, that's what kind of irritating. Like, get with the fucking times. Everyone's at home. You don't need to do a rally. What are you fucking Lincoln? Like it's not necessary. <laughs> Just do a fucking YouTube live stream. Yeah. And you talk all your bullshit. Yeah. Stupid, dude. Hmm. Or do Why a fucking is do older, a fucking isn't Biden older than Trump? He'd be acting like a young man out here with yeah, his I tech. Know. Doing push ups and shit and doing car. I think he just has a better team. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He's got a, he's got a better team that well, I think the thing is is that like Biden will do some Biden will gaff. Well, I mean, let's let's be oh, honest. He'll, he'll go he'll gaff, but He'll have a team that he will kind of be like, ah, shit, yeah, you're right, you know, and then acknowledge when he made a mistake like a man does. But you have Trump who's just like, oh, I said, well, they were doing too much testing. I told him, let's roll down the testing. And everybody's like, shit, he just literally said that he told him to load, um, to lowball the testing. And then it was, oh, he was just kidding. He was just kidding. And then a dude on Fox goes, did you, he goes, well, you know, when you do more testing, you're going to get, he didn't deny, he didn't say he was joking. It's like, you know, he keeps, you know, everybody tries to just say he's saying one thing and then he just comes out and just says whatever's on his mind. And so it's kind of like, you know, his team has, I, I don't know how people can be on his team. Yeah. Like, it's like, I, you know, if, if you're, even if you're a Republican. Yeah. Like, he's just so ill informed and ill equipped to handle what's going on. And I'll even give him a bit of a, a bit of a credit, not credit, but like, I don't want to say pass either, but this is a really weird year. Yeah. So some big shit going on. No one expects perfection, but no one expects someone to actively (laughs) fucked up. Like, like, you know, that thing we're supposed to do, I'm going to do the fucking opposite. opposite, Right. (laughs) Just to prove a point. It's like, man, what the fuck? This ain't the time for egos. I think that's the big thing too. Oh yeah. Is, and, and that's something that. Um, and I'm not I'm not sitting here rah rah you know Biden, but I'm just saying that Biden has put that ego aside. He's never been a big ego dude anyway, but mm-hmm. he um he's every time I see him, he's very humble, you know, and stuff like that. And and that's what people want. Now, he's gonna win this fucking election. Because Trump's a moron <laughs> because people just want someone to give a fuck, and even to his base, they don't give a fuck. Well, it's like. You know, um, when I keep seeing online and I kept seeing this, you know, people saying like, oh, you know, people when, you know, articles are critical of Trump, they're like, oh, he's going to win again because there's more of us than there are of you. And I was just like, and I'm where like, they at, though? Bro? You, well, not shit. even not even that. It's like going, OK, so you expect 2016 to happen all over again. Let's keep in mind that I actually did an episode, two episodes about uh, about uh, uh the 2016 election and i remember those yeah and i you know trump didn't win white voters by a huge margin he won the same amount romney did and he didn't yeah, you know he won he won the base he won yeah he won the <laughs> they base they were gonna vote for him anyway he won a slight majority of independents and you know but the thing was is he won in critical areas that area and this was the thing that you know liberals said too is liberals always say oh well all the racists came out to vote it's like no if that was the case, he should have seen the swell, but it didn't happen. He, he won, won over. He won over the regular base, which is Republican, no matter what. You know, not he, you know, not all Trump supporters are racist. 
Not all Trump supporters are racist, but all the racists voted for Trump. Right. Like he didn't and it wasn't all bad people. Like he won a lot of he won a lot of middle America people. Yeah. Because at the time they felt like they were being left behind. Yeah. Because and like the coal workers and the right. people that worked in industries that were being phased out. Yeah, and he also won a he won a majority of independent voters that Obama had got and the reason why he lost them is because again the same reason that you gave with the with yeah. those with those middle of the road is because they felt left out and Hillary was just more of the same was back to the old same thing. So and but the biggest issue is that Democrats didn't vote that was the issue. If if Democrats had voted and you know and and people did what they did now is like, well, I don't want Trump, so we'll vote for Hillary regardless. She would have won. Well, but and it, also too, um, the Democrats were split because fucking people were jerking off so much about um, right. Sanders. Yeah. So when Sanders got pushed out for Hillary, and trust me, I didn't like Hillary either. The 2016 election was a freak show. Yeah. But um, don't. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna write in Sanders." Like they split their, they split their, their electorate. And even with them split, it was a fucking Trump won by a hairpin, bro. Yeah, like it wasn't even, it wasn't overwhelming. And nothing really is in this yeah. country politically half of the time. But it, it's it. Everyone now, it's a different, it's a different vibe, bro. Everyone's rallied. Like everyone who doesn't like Trump is ra- ready for November. Right. Like they got the pen in the pocket, bro. They're ready to go. <laughs> you know, so will there be people that don't vote? Of course, because statistically, unfortunately, women, minorities, and young people don't vote as much. I don't know why, uh, but we're also seeing things in like Georgia and stuff where it's difficult to vote. Yeah. Why is it suddenly difficult to vote? Well, because you know, and it's got me on these conspiracy. Well, no, it's because up. it's because when they got the equal, I think it was the equal amendments clause for voter protection law overturned in the Supreme Court because uh, uh, John Roberts says, well, over the last 30 years, we don't see any evidence of voter manipulation. Well, yeah, because the last 30 years we had these laws to protect that. And once yeah. they overturned that. Then it allowed states to go ahead and do whatever the fuck they wanted as far as as far as voting. That's why. And somebody always said too, they go, "Yeah, the liberals are trying to steal the election." And then I I remember I linked five different stores and said, "Really? Because every one that gets nailed seems to be Republican." Yeah. Yeah. You know. So. So yeah, I I don't. I would be painfully shocked if Trump won the election in November. Um, you have Democrats mobilized, uh, majority independents are not looking at the Republican side very well and moderates and stuff like that. And then a lot of Republicans are, are even turning, turning heel on, on Trump. Yeah. Well, let's know, just hope it, it let's just hope it stays till, till November. Yeah. But then it's just, I think maybe not the, the protests and stuff like that, but I think the hatred for Trump will, cause that's been boiling for a while. Yeah. You know, and it's um, usually I think it's silly when people like viscerally hate someone they've never met. But I'm like, oh, fuck it. You know, big dick energy. I guess if it <laughs> if it works, you know, go ahead. You know, because I I I'll, I don't hate Trump. I don't know him. Yeah. I just don't I don't think he's a good president. I don't think he knows what he's doing. No. And it's a it's a pretty dangerous job to have not knowing what you're doing. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I so. mean, we've all worked in those in those biz, in those uh, you know companies that you had a supervisor that had no fucking idea what he was doing, and that's bad enough. And he just has he has personality traits that I never like, like the whole can't own up to a mistake. Mm. Or if I don't know, I'm not going to ask questions. I'm just going to make shit up. Hmm. Like that kind of stuff. These are, these are things I deal with with my children. Well, I mean, that you know. that leads into the next thing. Fucking the whole bitching about masks. Oh, Jesus. I, I can't wear a mask um, because I don't see people's smiles anymore. Who <laughs> <laughs> is that thing that stupid idiot said? Yeah. We don't see, see smiles, smiles anymore and it's, and we don't, it's we, making us depressed. And we don't get serotonin. Even though it, it serotonin is absorbed through the skin, not through the face. Yeah, like yeah. how am I gonna live without seeing smiles? <laughs> it's like what the fuck. But what's funny too is you got people in New York. Serotonin's and, in a lot of foods too. Yeah, if, she, if she's worried. Yeah, you know. But it's, it's like you have people that live in New York and L.A. that are going. Fucking people don't smile here. So what the fuck? <laughs> like yeah, I can't. For real. I don't live. I can live without it. And, you know, but it, it is all in those affluent, conservative, rich, like Orange County. Parents, yeah. And Orange County, again, they're they're bitching about about doing that. You have five sheriffs in California that said because Governor Newsom over here issued uh, masks for every everybody in the state. That's it. And so all the states kind of kind of went with it. But you have five sheriffs in different counties out here, five different county sheriffs that are like, well, we're not going to enforce it. And it's like, that's not your fucking call. You know, it's, it, to me, it's always like, oh, okay, when illegals come over here and then they get caught and they get thrown into jail and to cages and shit, oh, well, you know, we have laws and they broke those laws. Well, we have, uh, we have a law now that says you have to wear masks. Well, that infringes upon my rights. I don't have to listen to that law. It's like, wait, what? Like, it's like, oh, are we sovereign citizens now? It's like, are those people sovereign citizens that your rules don't apply to me? Not to well, not to I'll mention you're seeing you, it. Not to mention you're seeing an uptick both in California and in Arizona. Oh yeah, and I'll give you something from Arizona that I read that gives my opinion because it was <laughs> funny. Um, Ducey, who's the the name of the um, governor here, Ducey. who's a f- <laughs> Ducey. He's a fucking idiot, dude. Um, so he suddenly was like, oh. Um, I'm not going to mandate. I'm not going to make mass mandatory, but I'm going to allow the mayors to do it. First of all, you should have never denied the mayors to do it. Right. Um, but he basically washed his hands of it. So anyway, basically, um, I can't make big board decisions, so I'm going to let other people right. do it for me. And he doesn't want to piss his base off. Right. So the the Arizona Republic um, made a sly comment that I can sum up by saying. <laughs> um, Rich white people must have complained that it was uh, it was taking too long to get tested. <laughs> so now, <laughs> now it's changed, and that's what it is. It's it's one thing that's really been shown a, a light's been shown, and and we I mean most people know this is happening. Most politicians worry about being reelected. Right. They don't give a flying fuck. They're not out here giving a fuck about the people that they're, that they're supposed to be caring about. They just want to get reelected because they like it's a cushy job when right. you don't care. <laughs> you know, so you can say a lot of stuff about AOC, the Alexandria Cortez chick, 
and maybe you don't people don't agree with everything she says but this chick is like walking in her community talking to people and it's a politician that people have don't see anymore yeah and that's why she's so popular you know the and Ducey is a politician we see all too much where he does not fucking care you know and it's like fuck you bro yeah. just fuck you <laughs> well i i heard um mcsally is that her name the one of the yeah. mcsally proposed a four thousand dollar subsidy for <sighs> every person to use to go to live events to travel to vacation to do all the stuff you're not supposed to do yeah, because she's worried about the economy. I don't give a flying fuck about the economy. Yeah, I think most people The economy don't give a fuck. will bounce back for fuck's sake. It always does. It's like we live through the Great Depression. We'll live through staying home and watching <laughs> Netflix for a while. It's not that big of a deal. It is a big deal. And there right. are people out there suffering, but they're suffering because the fucking state government isn't taking care of it. Yeah. They're not paying out. The, suddenly they have tons of money to give stimulus checks for people to go travel and shit. Right. Why don't you give stimulus checks to the fucking unemployment office? Yeah, or why don't you give, pass out those fucking checks to people that need them? Or what about you know the stimulus checks to the people that didn't get their original ones? And I didn't then, get my fucking stimulus check, yeah. racist motherfuckers. <laughs> well, I heard they said, except the Irish. <laughs> like, fuck the Irish is what I heard. I knew it. Um, but, uh, you know, and it was funny, too, because I read today that, you know, Trump's um, going to continue the ban on giving work uh, work uh, visas for people mm-hmm. and somebody on the. And he's doing that. And you till can't the end of, t- fucking tell me he's not doing that in response to the DACA decision. Oh, right. And uh, and not only that, but it's like so like um, there he's like till the rest for the end till the end of the year. And of course you have some like good job Mr. President let's get people here to work. And then I'm like I go really because most of the people that are doing that are doing the jobs are either oh I don't know working out in the fields a lot of white kids wanting to work out in the fields are they? You know or uh you know like oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know like um they have some you know Google employees people um you know to you know, foreign people to work for their stuff. And it's like, you know, it's like, well, you understand that the reason they hired these, you know, like Indians or, you know, what have you is because they're trained in that. Most people here are like, well, I want to just be an Instagram celebrity or I just want to be a YouTube star so I don't have to really go to work and go to school. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like, that's not gonna, that's not a, that's really not going to happen. So it's like, I work, I work as a mortgage underwriter and, um, no one's taken my job, right. but the I'll do stuff. I've done loans for people that work at Google and Facebook and all that. They're all foreign. They all got H one B visas. Yeah, you know, and it's it's um it's hilarious to me because I know for a fact that Trump and his petty little base are only thinking about oh we're gonna get rid of um all these illegal immigrants. It's like well, why are you worrying about visas then? Yeah. I'm confused. Like, it makes no sense. It's like your racism is showing, bro. Like pull your fucking collar down. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like you're, it's really showing. And it's so funny to me because Trump – it's like Trump is trying not to be reelected. I kind of have a – I have a suspicion he doesn't want to be president anymore. Yeah. But is they, yeah, I've heard that too and I've heard people say that. But his ego won't allow him to like quit. Right. You know? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. It's, it's, it, you know, there's someone in that office that just goes, hey, man. 
you know, you can just quit. Like, it's okay. <laughs> It'll make more people happy than upset. Right. You just quit. And I'm just, and I'm just talking about people in this office. I want him to get. I want him to get elected out, though, because Pence terrifies me. Like Trump, I I don't like. Pence terrifies me because Pence knows the political system a lot better. He could do a lot more damage, and he's that evangelical evangelical fucking nutbag. But my big pro- my thing with Pence, though, is that you know, like, while people say that, it's like, yeah, but they're what people underestimate is that Trump's base will support anybody that he chooses, which hasn't proven to be true. Trump's base is not, does not have an allegiance to the Republican Party. Some people said that he could actually run as a third candidate and his base would follow him and the Republicans would be left in tatters. And I agree with that. Yeah. Because they don't have an allegiance to the Republican Party. In fact, most of the Trump, yeah, the most most people hate the people that are Republican unless they're Trump aligned. You know, and even then, you know, unless Trump's on the ticket, nobody really comes out the vote. So, and let's be honest, there's only two types of Republicans that are Trump aligned. It's the ones that are only worrying about what they can get out of the situation. They don't care about their constituents or anything like that. And the alt right, those are the only two people on the Republican side that are Trump aligned. Like, what's that? What's his name? Gates or something? That dude. Gates. is extra stupid the dude from florida oh 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 yeah 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 yeah. he's special <laughs> like he filibusters that's all he ever does like they were trying to talk about i forget what they were even trying to talk about because he was successful yeah. and he just started asking questions about weird shit that only trump gives a fuck about i'm like wow like you really want to get daddy's attention don't you <laughs> like this is fucking sad bro it's like how does this dick taste like Right. Seriously. It literally was sad. Like I wasn't even mad. I was like, wow, dude, like you need help. Like, you're you're really trying here. <laughs> like I just want him to love me. He doesn't pay attention <laughs> to a, me. Tell me tell me, how was your relationship with you and your father? Like that's right. kind of how it how it and turns way out. To, to be. Way to perpetuate a stereotype too, because I know Florida's got a lot of good people in it, but lately, bro. Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to get that shit. Self-police yourself and get it together. Exactly. Okay. Um, well, on a on a up note, and it, this should this should uh, please people that you know maybe worry about how many you know streaming services they have or how many streaming services they need. Uh, you'll need one less now because uh, the rumor has been confirmed. Uh, YouTube's popular scripted series, Cobra Kai, is moving to Netflix. Uh, so season three and any future seasons will debut on this on um, that streaming service um, later this year. And season one and season two of the show will also be brought over as a lead up for, uh, for season three of Netflix. So I was, I was happy with this because I was actually kind of hoping to go to Netflix rather than Hulu. Uh, cause yeah, Netflix kind of just like do your, do your shit, <laughs> you know, just do what you want to do. Um, so that should be, it should be pretty interesting. I'm, I'm glad with that. So that means it's like, oh, cool. I don't have to figure out a way to sign up for another free trial of YouTube just to, you know, just to watch it and then cancel. I'm, just, I'm, I'm glad the show didn't get lost. Cause it, it, it really is a quality show that just happens to be on kind of a shit space. Yeah. You know, so, and I'm not saying YouTube is shit, but their whole like TV originals thing was a flop. It didn't, 
We're not trying it's to say dumb. YouTube is shit, but YouTube shit. Right. <laughs> I'm not trying to say that if there was a valid alternative to YouTube, I would never go there. But <laughs> if there was a valid alternative to YouTube, I would never go there. We're so. not we're not saying aliens, but aliens. YouTube is the only Google service I use. Because <laughs> I have to. Because <laughs> it's, it's nowhere else. Yeah, there's nothing else you can do. Yeah. Uh, what am I going to go to fucking Daily Motion? Fuck out my face. <laughs> there's some people that are super hyper about privacy where they use a program. They always have Linux because this is the level we're at. Right. Um, they use this program that downloads videos from YouTube. So if they want to watch a video from YouTube, they use like a search engine to find it and then they will get the link, download it to their computer and then watch it and then delete it. <laughs> and I'm like, I respect the hustle, but I ain't got no fucking time for <laughs> I that. I know. It's like, it's, that's like 80 extra steps. Then just half of the time when I'm watching YouTube, I'm not even picking them. It's just, it's on. Yeah. The algorithm is picking it for you. Yeah, which you know what YouTube works fine. Yeah, you know it's it's it doesn't bug me, but I do I get extra annoyed. There's two things that annoy me, and it, they kind of are counter counterproductive. One is how YouTube treats its creators sometimes, mm -hmm. and two is how much their creators whine about YouTube. Oh yeah, because it's fifty fifty. Sometimes it's YouTube's fault, and sometimes creators are just being bitches. Hmm. Like I hate when it's people who. Like they make reaction videos. That's all they do. Like they watch other people's shit and then oh, laugh. Yeah. And then they're like, YouTube is ruining my art. And my I'm like, listen, <laughs> like you're watching other people's shit. Well, it's and like I, I see these videos too. Like these not not uh, like these hate videos where people talk about other YouTube celebrities and point out all the the, the um, double the like two faced about that person. And then they get demonetized. There was one, I think it's called Tipster. I think it's him. Um, and he got into a feud with, uh, with Lucy Lou or Susie Lou or whoever. And he ended up getting demonetized. And because YouTube said that he violated by harassment and stuff like that. He's over there, I wasn't harassing her. I was, you know, commenting on her, her, um, her, you know, her, the, the patterns that she does and, you know, her double, her, her, you know, about faces on things and how she lies about this. It wasn't harassment. It was just commentary on her. And YouTube is just wiped away. You know, I, he goes, fortunately for me, I have another, another life, you know, a um, way to get money. But if this was my life, you know, that would just kill me. I was like, well, if that was your life, then you need something else. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you're on it. The, the number one thing a human being should worry about is not just income, a stable income. <laughs> it's okay to make risks, but make sure you also have a stable income. It's just like what parents tell their kids. Right. Yes, I understand you want to be a fucking Twitch star, but maybe also get a job. You know, <laughs> right. Just see how that works out for you. Uh. Yeah, I know, but you get people, I know, and it's funny, you see people like that, and like, yeah, I got demonetized for these because they said this, but it's just, it's like going, you know what, it's a private platform, if your shit was even remotely that good, because they're not, 
all the ones that complain, both yeah. both sides, both the ones that sit there and go, they're harassing me. If your content was really that good, they wouldn't be harassing you so much. But you're always going to get haters. If you don't have a thick skin, if you want to be like, you know, you know, Mr. Small Hands over there or Small Dick Energy, you know, you just want to go ahead and like not listen to these people. Don't read YouTube comments. You don't want to read. I don't read YouTube comments. You know, it's yeah. like who I, reads YouTube comments. I know it's like that's when you're absolutely bored. Like I was so bored, I was reading YouTube comments. Oh, yeah, and that's the reaction you get. You're like, oh shit! Like, damn, you all right? Right. <laughs> so, you just put a hand on the shoulder. I just want if you can't talk to me, just talk to someone. Exactly. Yeah. You, know? you know, that's where you have. Pe- that's when your friends come over and have an intervention. Like you right. know, <laughs> that's how things work. We've been hearing that you've been reading YouTube comments, and we're worried about you. <laughs> We really are. The cops, the cops show up at your door for doing a welfare check. You know, it's right. like, <laughs> oh man. All right. So now it's time to jump into some of the news that may have slipped under your radar over the past week, and there was quite a bit this week. Uh, first off, Star Wars Squadrons, bro. Um, did you actually see the trailer for that? I haven't. I meant to watch it, and I completely forgot. Looks, but I've heard nothing but good things. About looks it. really fucking cool. Uh, you play, and it's cool because like the trailer shows, and you play either like you know rebels or or uh, empire, and you know it, it reminded me so much of Rogue the Rogue Squadron series on like Nintendo. I loved those fucking games, um, which I still have by the way for both for the sixty four and the GameCube. Because that's how far you go for your that's passion. Right. Yeah. Um, so I had the whole trilogy. And it re- also reminded me kind of like Starfighter for the PlayStation. Um, but one of the things that I found when they did their actual present, the EA presentation um, over the weekend was they ha- it, there is a single player campaign and then there's multiplayer. But in order to get to the multiplayer, you have to play the single player campaign. And mm. you play as the as the rebels and then you play as the as the uh as the empire and it takes place after the destruction of the death star in return of the jedi and obviously because you know there's still imperial factions they're going after one another so there's still the war going on but that's what you have to deal with so it's you have you get these and you get points and you just you know you build up your your expertise with all of these then you move into the multiplayer if you want and in the multiplayer, you play like, um, you know, as either with yourself with a five, per, you know, four person AI, um, AI team and or you, you know, get with friends and you play that way and stuff like that. So it's actually pretty cool. I was like, OK, that's kind of cool where you do the single story and leads you into, you know, gets you enough mm-hmm. to where you can go into the multiplayer as opposed to oh multiplayer or single person, you know. So I think that's kind of cool, but it really looks cool. Uh, visuals and stuff like that look, look really fun. And the cameo in the trailer, fucking Wedge, from uh, the original Star oh, Wars. Because they, sh- they, like, they show them getting in there, and then you see this one pilot, and I look, and I go, that looks like fucking Wedge. And uh, he turns to you and nods, and I was like, oh, man, they you, motion captured his ass. That's he awesome. Me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I saw that. I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." I, I'm, I'm These Star that. Wars games are starting to look better than the movies. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, but also on the on, as on a, a side, uh, as if nobody knew this was coming. Celebration 2020 is canceled, yeah. um, but it was announced last week that 2020 was canceled, and it won't be back until 2022. 
two. Well, that's excessive, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> it would take two years. I'm yeah, just gonna right. wait for this burnover. Well, I, I kind of I I agree with Disney on this on this point. Is that we don't know what's gonna look like within a year. Yeah. So it's like you know what? Instead of like trying to figure how shit's gonna be and then wait till the last let's just wait two years out i also and, bet they're wait they're they're they got something coming out that year mm, too yeah maybe you know so it is what it is bro. but yeah but um if you purchase tickets for those you can offer a refund or transfer your tickets to the 2022 event which is supposed to be august 18th through 21st um so you know there's that give me my money shit <laughs> Uh, so we're gonna we're at this point. I mean, we San Diego Comic Con, WonderCon, Stagecoach, Burning Man, everything is fucking like done this year. Just so. expect everything to be can Any, it's the responsible thing to do this year <laughs> right. to cancel any public event. Like if you haven't heard it's been canceled, it's just because they haven't told you yet. Right, exactly. And also, in my unless opinion, it's a Trump rally, and then those aren't going to be canceled. Right, so you can go to those. For me, it's like, can we just roll back this 2020 update? And just wait till it gets fixed. Even baseball, um, the <laughs> the MLB um proposed a sixty like coming back for sixty games, and the players are like, "No, nah, I'm good." Well, they agreed on something because I saw that it's coming back at the end of July. I don't know. So I don't know. All their training camps are in fucking hotbeds for COVID. Yeah, because so. those are the only ones that decided to open up. Right. So. Many people <laughs> still aren't commuting um, to work in light of the pandemic. But Google Maps might give you more travel options when it is safe to return. As 9 to 5 Google reports, app sleuth Jane uh, Manchin Wong – oh, that's a full name? Jane Manchin Wong um, – has, dis- has discovered that Google is exploring connections to public transit route options that would cover the first mile transportation for certain trips, such as bikes, cars, motorcycles, ride-sharing services, and even auto rickshaws. For those that don't know, because I know most of this country has no idea what a fucking rickshaw is, hmm. um, it sounds like something sexual, but <laughs> it's not. A rickshaw is the cat. It could that- be, though. Have you checked Pornhub yet? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a it's like a usually sits two people. It's like a little cat, and it'll have two wheels, and and a dude will be running with it. It's you'll see it. I think there's some places in Cali that you'll see it, and and back east, but it's super popular in um, Asian countries. Uh, and auto rickshaw means one that has an engine. For those that don't understand how English works. Um, <laughs> you could drive to a park and ride stop, hop on the bus, and get directions through the entire trip. Wong also learned that Google hopes to offer more accurate ride-sharing fares by sharing route data with third-party apps like Uber. You wouldn't have to switch apps just to know if it makes sense to hail a, ca- a car. It's not certain that Google will roll out these features, or when they'll roll out these features. It's certain that they will. um or that they'll arrive without significant changes however it wouldn't be shocking if maps got these additions soon ride sharing firms are already combining multiple transportation modes into their apps it would it would only make sense if google maps followed suit so yeah so it's like it's google maps has always had like you can you can look at bike routes you can look at um, bus routes, but there was no easy way to say, okay, I'm going to ride the bus this bit 
and then I'm going to drive this bit. You know what I mean? So I think this is going to help out with a lot of people because a lot of people do do the park and ride where they where they drive it's really popular here it's actually something i might start doing um when we go back to the office i can drive to a park and ride that's like 10 minutes away from here like 15 minutes away and then take the light rail that drops me off downtown right in front of my office building you know and then that saves me gas and stuff like that um obviously when covid is over (laughs) but um you know, it's it's just something it's something to think about. And I like that Google's doing this. I think Apple. I'm probably going to talk about the Apple event next podcast because it kind of was dropped in my lap today. I forgot it was <laughs> happening. Um, but Apple is doing something similar. Like they're adding cycling routes and all types of shit. So maps maps across the board. <laughs> it's getting more interesting. All right. Um, this one is kind of cool. Hopefully, it works out. Um, ha- not having not appeared in a Batman movie since 1992, uh, people sur- working on the fil- the D- Warner Brothers DC movie The Flash are discussing with this old actor to return to his famous character, Batman. Michael Keaton is in talks to reprise his character in the upcoming film. But according to The Hollywood Reporter, if the deal works, Keaton would not just appear in The Flash, but possibly on several other DC-oriented film projects. Sources tell uh, THR that the role being envisioned for the veteran actor is akin to the role of Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, something of a mentor or guide or even string puller. Batgirl is one of the projects in development that could fall into that category. Um, So... Now, some people are going to sit there and go, well, what about the other mo- Batman that's coming out with that? That Batman is outside of this universe. That- of course it is, because Warner Brothers loves to make things confusing as fuck. Yeah, because like the Joker, the 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 Joker, um, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, it's not even in the Batman universe. Yeah. And then you have the Batman movie that's out of the universe. So, you know, and there's something to be said that you can say that, oh, well, it's like Batman where they do, you know, one-offs. You know, you know the hardcover one store one shots. That's what those movies will be. But they'll be franchises, and they'll be made more of. So it'll be less like okay. So yeah. what's the deal? But to be honest, I actually would prefer seeing Michael Keaton back as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, because that would be fucking awesome. And even if he's in the suit, maybe once. You know, how are they going to explain it though? I don't know. I'm thinking they're going to probably do something akin to like Affleck's Batman. You know? Well, no, because there was that episode of the Flash TV show where the Flash from the movie showed up. Oh, so yeah. So they've already established that dimension jumping is something that's <laughs> happening. Right. You know, so. Who knows? I don't know, man. I don't know, but. I, I time I, will tell. It was what it was funny because like when I wrote the the piece for this one, I was like, "This is the most excited I've been for a DC movie that includes the Joker." Like I yeah. I was never excited for the Joker movie. I was at first. And then when details started coming out, I was like, this looks retarded. <laughs> like, why are you trying so hard to be different? Yeah. You know, I still haven't seen it. <laughs> so I can't really talk too much shit. I haven't seen the movie. But uh, everyone tells me it was garbage. Hmm. Everyone I know. Hot but garbage. But I guess there's people that say it was great. 
Yeah. But I don't know them. <laughs> I know. But I don't know any of them that said it was great. It's a conspiracy, I think. It was it wasn't just garbage, it was hot garbage. Ooh. Yeah. Left out in the sun, boy. <laughs> Many companies are acutely aware of the potential misuse of their technology in light of protests against police violence and racism. And next door is no exception. The neighborhood focused service has pulled the forward to police feature that let you send safety posts or urgent alerts to cops. This was both part of anti-racism work and an acknowledgement that only a small percentage of law enforcement used the tool, according to Nextdoor. As Bloomberg observed, there have been long-running concerns that forward to the police made it too easy for prejudiced users to report non-white people for being quote-unquote suspicious. (laughs) It could also lead to needless escalation of concerns that may be trivial at most. Nextdoor said in a statement that it had already cut problematic posts by 75% through changing the flow of safety posts to teach people about bias and prevent knee-jerk posting. Only 0.001% of posts were related to racial profiling, the company added, and there were efforts to lower the volume further. I can guarantee you 0.00% or 001% is lowballing. Oh, yeah. Um, if Because I've been on Nextdoor, and it's a fucking nightmare. Um, there are still ways to get in touch with police through Nextdoor's app, including direct messages. Or 911. What? Or 911? <laughs> right. The company the company isn't completely against facilitating those conversations. This is more of an acknowledgement that where and how Nextdoor users contacted the police could feed into biases. That's the thing though. If you call 911 and go there's there's a man outside being suspicious. The person's going to go, "What is he doing?" Right. And then you're going to have to fucking explain yourself. <laughs> Like the next door app was literally just forward to police, you know, and the police just show up if or, they use it. Or as I call it, the snitches get stitches out. Right. <laughs> I was on next door. I was telling Steve, I was on next door the other day and it's full of people shockingly in my neighborhood, which I'm not really shocked, but just disappointed. Um, and, you know, COVID's a conspiracy. Um, just stay away from Asian people. Um <laughs> Uh, someone even said that slavery wasn't that bad because black people were, quote, taken care of, unquote. <laughs> and I immediately deleted the app. I was like, I'm usually not one to say, oh, I only want to hang out with people that think the way I think. I just don't want to hang out with monsters. <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck? It, it's next door has always been that app. Where people with too much time on their hands and like desperate housewives and shit just sit and fucking gossip about the fucking Hispanic lawn people and how they hang around a little too much on the corner. <laughs> you know, and that kind of fucking silly shit. Fuck next door, dude. Oh, man. It, it's a good idea. But unfortunately, it human beings are more not. and more are not a good idea. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, human beings like to co-op shit for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, make it trash. Yeah. All right. Well, at this point, we're gonna take a quick break, and uh, we'll see you guys on the other side. All right. Welcome back. So, um, <laughs> here's something nobody asked for: <laughs> an executive that thought an HBO Max comic book would be a good idea should die normally i don't advocate for violence 
Um, <laughs> but this is not not just fired, but because that wouldn't That's be a enough. little excessive. But I also agree. <laughs> he should he should die. <laughs> uh, no, streaming services as heroes is not a thing, and won't be made into a thing. AT&T and Warner Media wanted to change that by fashioning a new platform, HBO Max, as a superhero team. A new comic book launched by DC Comics in partnership with Warner Media to the Max will be, quote, features stories about ordinary people achieving their maximum potential when they transform into extraordinary superheroes with the help of another new character, Max the Dog. Get it? Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. An important note. Warner- it's just not funny. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's po- important to note. Warner Media phrases the new comic book as a partnership in the press release. And I'll take a minute for you to think about that for one. Uh, because Warner Media owns DC Comics. So right. it's less of a partnership and more of a, it's because we own you kind of thing. We're going to use the property we own exactly. to do things. <laughs> I, right. I put it, I, I have a thing in the article that says, no one, and it's blank. And it says, Warner Media, we heard you. You want an HBO Max comic book. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's, um, Steve, so I, I review, you know, the articles that Steve throws up, but I like to not really read them because I, I like to respond to what he's saying, <laughs> you know, in earnest. This one, I saw the title. I said, I'm definitely not reading this. <laughs> this is fucking retarded. I, I don't even <laughs> – I can't I can't live in a world that has this. So let's get into the real shit details of the series because you know you want them. Uh, right. The superheroes are named Hector, Brian, and Olivia. Because the first letters of their name spell out HBO. Don't you do it. HBO. <laughs> uh, yeah, that hurt. That hurt. Uh, uh, they're already pretty cool, but when they Actor. meet up, <laughs> but when they meet up with Max the dog, they become invincible. So because they become HBO Max, Max right? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the comic book a kid would draw. I know, right? So if you got that messaging, then you pro, you know, it's they I wrote it here. Um, they're already pretty cool, but when you, they meet Max the dog, they become invincible. If you if you read that as HBO is neat, but HBO Max seems really cool, then and right. if you got that messaging, then you need a red MAGA hat and tell everybody that all life matters. <laughs> That's how dumb this is. And I bet you. The HBO squad, even before they meet the dog, are going to be some of the coolest motherfucking people you've ever seen. Oh, like they're yeah. going to be super fly. <laughs> and then they meet that dog and they just take it to fucking 11, bro. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. So to the max, Hector, uh, when a school teacher finds a mysterious device that sends him flying into a credible out of, out of, outer space rescue mission uh to the max brian a scuba instructor is transformed into a superhero who must save innocent people from a deadly storm in singapore and to the max olivia a down on her luck stand-up comic is all that stands between her audience and a gung-toting criminals who plan to rob a las vegas casino (laughs) i don't 
fingers rolling in his grave, bro. Like this, <laughs> just what what the companies that own Warner Brothers do to DC Comics, <laughs> and what Warner Brothers does to DC. It's because I don't give a fuck if it doesn't have DC properties in it. This is a comic book, and the only comic book thing they own is DC. It's disrespectful, right? It makes me sick to my stomach. So personally. No one is going to read these HBO comic book, no. HBO Max comic books, and say these are a great read. No one will ever say that. Even kids won't get it. They'll oh, be like, "What the fuck is this? Like, what the fuck do I want to watch something about HBO Max?" And if they want to do something to get more subscribers, stop being a dick and make a deal with Amazon and Roku already. Yeah. Let's just let's just do that, okay? Uh, there's potentially 80 million people that could have it. That's the smarter business strategy than that fucking HBO Max comic book. No one yep. asked for. So, <laughs> I felt it was important. Did you know? <laughs> to have a relative palate cleanser to that horrible fucking idea. I, I did look at that. I go, oh, nice, uh, nice counter to that I story. I almost canceled HBO Max because of that. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, I was like, what the fuck? You know what would have been worse? If they mailed it, if they mailed a copy of each of those comic books to each subscriber. That would have, I would have canceled right then and there. I'd be like, the fuck is this shit? <laughs> I'd burn them, bro. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, need, I don't have toilet paper because, you know, everybody bought it all. I'm going to use this. <laughs> are, you still got, are you guys still short on toilet paper there? No, we're actually, we're getting yeah, back we're up there. We're getting back up there. We still don't have disinfectant wipes. But, we have everything. Uh, yeah, we don't. Yeah. Arizona has their shit together. Get it? Arizona grocery stores. <laughs> well, it. see, so many people are getting sick and dying that they're not buying things. <laughs> right. So it all balances itself out. <laughs> anyway, that, not w- to be that, w- that would be a that would be an acknowledged fist bump right there. <laughs> right. Not to be outdone by their Marvel counterparts, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman will soon have their own original podcasts. On Thursday, Spotify announced a multi-year partnership with DC Comics and Warner Brothers to produce a lineup of exclusive narrative audio series featuring DC, DC's cast of characters. According to Spotify, the partnership is the first to involve the entire DC universe. Entire is in quotes because the Trinity is not the entire DC universe. <laughs> I don't know if people know that or not. So all of the brands, they'll have wait, control. Wait, wait, they, wait. Be, it's, it's not? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> what about the Wonder Twins? I mean, when they activate, you know. <laughs> and the one who turns into water is a fucking lame. Like, come on. <laughs> Turned into a Christ. bucket of water. It's like, what? It's into a fucking puddle. <laughs> While the sister does all kinds of wacky shit. I can't even remember what her power was. <laughs> Fly or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to Google that right now. So, so all of the brand's most popular superheroes and villains could get their own shows. Additionally, the streaming giant says it expects to draw on WB's broader collection of timeless titles as standalone podcast series. Spotify didn't disclose terms of the deal, nor did it say when the first DC podcast will air. The company will handle marketing, advertising, and dis- distributing each episode with the WB subsidiary called Blue Ribbon Content on creative and production duty so basically wb said yeah whatever where's the check <laughs> um just so you know zan had the ability to morph into any form of water which really is what <laughs> the three forms cool <laughs> and uh jaina could transform into any animal 
Yeah, yeah. She had a dope fucking fucking beast master. Get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> I would be mad if I was the brother. Like, fuck this bitch, bro. She was kind of hot. That's too. some Cain and Abel shit. She get fucking cut up. Yeah, she was kind of hot though. Yeah, she was. The partnership <laughs> is Spotify's latest high-profile move in the podcasting space. Earlier this year, the company acquired The Ringer to build out its lineup of sports and entertainment content. More recently, Spotify um, said it would start streaming the Joe Rogan experience beginning on September 1st. The move is also a response to one of its main, main competitors. In October, SiriusXM and Pandora signed a deal with Marvel to produce an original slate of narrative audio series featuring Wolverine, Hawkeye, Black Widow, and Star-Lord. So the only difference is everyone can listen to the ones on Spotify because no one has um, Sirius XM. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, let's be honest. Well, Sirius and and Pandora, it's the same company now, so they'll be on Pandora. that's right, that's right, that's right. I told my wife, I go, hey, are you using Pandora? Because we were in the car and I heard a commercial. And I was like, what the fuck? And she goes, yeah. And I go, babe, I sent you a link to our family Spotify that I've been paying for for five months. And she goes, oh, okay. So I sent it to her again. A week later, I'm hearing commercials again. I go, give me your phone. I had to set it up for, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, what can you do? I mean, divorce her. Yeah, I mean, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it's funny because we had mentioned this earlier, or we had talked about this earlier. Is that it seems like uh, Warner Media, who owns DC and all that stuff, seems to be getting into this whole, hey, we can copy Marvel now. You know, we which can, is good. Which is fine. You know, I'm I'm happy to have, you know, DC comic stuff in podcasts. You know that because to be honest, you know, like Marvel has their own fucking podcast, like everything about Marvel from Marvel, and it's like why can't we do that with DC? Like the only DC stuff you can get is fan made stuff. Which well, no DC DC makes the the I think it's called DC Daily, not but anymore. it's only on not um, anymore their streaming service, not anymore. Oh, they don't have it anymore? No, they canceled it. It was actually a good show. Yeah. Episode 100. It's corny sometimes, but it was a good show. Yeah, episode 150 was their last one. Mm. And uh, I think that was a couple weeks ago. And, uh, but, you know, it's like, yeah, but, okay, yeah, but you need their de- their service. But, like, a podcast for, like, everybody else to get? You know, everything's, for, for me, it's like Warner Brothers is really heavily based on their fucking paywall. You know, like. Oh yeah. yeah, you want it? You want to get inf- more information? You got to sign up. You got to pay for it. And it's kind of like, okay, dude, let's you know, it's like calm the fuck down a little bit. But so so it's kind of it's it's cool that they're finally going to be something. But you know what? I really would like it. This would be funny as fuck. Like you have Batman just doing a podcast, <laughs> and then he has like you know other people coming in. It's just they talk about shit in their universe. That would actually be kind of funny. You just have a random episode of Batman just kind of bitching about shit. <laughs> I think they should have – I don't think the three of them should have individual – I think they should all have one podcast together. Like the three of them talking about stuff. Imagine that. Dude. Oh, God. Dude, Batman would be annoyed by everything fucking Clark says. If they got good voice actors and good writers, that would be fucking solid. <laughs> like seriously. And not be campy about it. Like make – like we're listening to a podcast from a different dimension. 
Mm. That would be fucking great. <laughs> Loved it. You know who also would be good on a podcast? Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> would be fucking great. Um, or Mr. Terrific, I'm sorry. Oh, Mr. Terrific, yeah. Um, fucking, who else? Bro? There's so many. The Joker. Make a Joker podcast. Oh, shit. That would be mayhem. Yeah, and then or you, Harley. They'll probably do a Harley podcast. And then, well, yeah, because you'd have Harley. Because, well, no, because you'd ha- you could have Harley, and then you could have it with uh, Mr. J, and then you could also have Poison Ivy. Yeah, but she's she's super independent now. I don't know Mr. J anymore. Well, no, I mean like okay. comic book wise, not the movie wise. Um, but you have you know you have him coming on there, and then you have Poison Ivy coming on there. You know that that would yeah. make things that that would make things more interesting. Steam it up a little bit, okay? <laughs> so, uh, is it my turn? No, it's mine. I'm tripping. Go ahead. Yeah, you are, motherfucker. What the, if you didn't talk so fucking much, I wouldn't have thought it was your turn. Well, we get your, yeah, we get your head out of your ass. You might be able to find that as another person on this show. Of course, making, making fun of somebody for talking while you're actively recording a podcast is a bit counterproductive. So... <laughs> Uh, so when March began and people wondered why, what exactly will be canceled, there were some theories, but figured it would work out by summer. So that didn't pan out at all. So PAX West 2020 canceled makes sense, especially a day after the announcement that Star Wars Celebration will be back until 2022. But like the uh, San Diego Comic-Con, it will go virtual and free. Ooh. As PAX West 2020 won't get be going ahead as with the in-person event in Seattle, Washington this year. A digital replacement PAX Online is on the cards instead, and it'll run from September 12th through September 20th, and it'll be entirely free. There will be three streams running nonstop through the entire event, all of which will include gameplay, panels, concerts, and competitions. PAX Online will feature eSport tournaments. You'll be able to download some game demos to try them at home. There will be some surprises in store along with some new and exciting stuff. That was quoted, by the way. Uh, (laughs) PAX Australia and EGX events will have also been canceled this year, but the folks behind those are also working on PAX Online. The team is working to help PAX community members co- uh, connect with each other during the event, mostly through chat rooms, tournament uh, systems, and ways to group up and play together. Uh, the cancellation of PAX West is the latest in the su- slew of cancellations. Um, but for, you know, there are still a few more conventions that haven't been, that haven't said whether they're going to be going into the fall. Uh, in, awesome, in, in my area, there's still the L.A. Auto Show, which is slated for November, and the Los Angeles Comic Con for Halloween. Given the me- medical expertise say that it's going to blow up again in winter, fall, um, I'm going to call everything off this year. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, th- this year is a, is a wash. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nothing yeah. is happening. This <laughs> exactly. Uh, even You're the- lucky to be alive this year. <laughs> Okay, and I wish I was kidding, <laughs> and I wish that was a good thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's one thing I was excited about. I was so excited I almost jumped over fucking uh, Steve's spot here. IMAX announced Thursday that it is partnering with Hulu to bring sixteen of its documentaries to the streaming site this summer. So while your local IMAX screen may be closed due to coronavirus, you can at least watch documentaries like A Beautiful Planet and Pandas on a small screen. IMAX films are doesn't typically that kind seen of, on- uh, Doesn't that kind of impact the IMAX viewing experience? Yeah, but 
they have really good documentaries. Yeah. Like, even if you're not seeing it in a 72 by 53 inch screen, <laughs> which is right here. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my I, 19 saw, in, um, I saw that uh, new IMAX documentary on my 19 inch <laughs> flat one screen. One of the coolest things I've ever saw is I saw The Dark Knight on an IMAX screen. Oh, so did I. It was fucking amazing, bro. You know what anyway. was actually what was actually really cool? Uh, I saw um, the documentary of uh, uh, the International Space Station when mm. they did the doc. I wanted to see that one, and I saw it at the the uh, Los Angeles uh, Hist- Science Museum. They have an IMAX theater there. If you pay for if you ha- if you pay for admission into the museum, you get free tickets to go to the IMAX, and you can pick the time. And bruh. Like I literally was just like, oh my god! Like I, I felt like, you know how you kind of like when you're kind of when they do like shots of them floating and stuff like that, you kind of start to feel like I think I'm gonna get yeah. sick. I think I'm gonna get <laughs> sick. <laughs> Motion sickness. <laughs> so, its documentaries tend to take advantage of the immersive nature of the IMAX viewing experience, whether that be through taking the audience into outer space or into the depths of the ocean. IMAX Entertainment President Megan Cooligan um, assured The Hollywood Reporter that the films are still impressive when viewed on home TVs or tablets. Many of the films have been digitally remastered. However, IMAX confirmed to The Verge that the films won't be available in 4K. That's kind of an interesting move. Um, A lot of them are older, though, too. Um, Since many of us are stuck indoors, it seems IMAX and Hulu are capitalizing on our cabin fever. Quote, With people at home, there is an immense and growing desire for discovery, particularly for students, families, and children. Uh, Cooligan said in a statement, Currently, Hulu subscribers can take these virtual journeys as soon as they want, since a number of the documentaries are... (laughs) (laughs) A number of the documentaries... Get those balls out of your mouth. (laughs) I know. ...are streaming now. The rest will be released over the next several weeks and months. Additional, Additional terms of IMAX and Hulu's agreement... Uh, like how long the films will stay aren't clear. So the full list <clears throat> of IMAX titles that will st- stream on Hulu are A Beautiful Planet from 2016. I'm just going to say the year afterwards because it's there. Uh, Pandas, an IMAX original film, 2018. Superpower Dogs, 2019. Destiny in Space, 1994. Fires of Kuwait, 1992. Galapagos, 1999. Hail Columbia, 1982. Into the Deep, 1994. Journey to the South Pacific, 2013. Space Station, 2002, which is probably the one you saw. Yeah, that one. Um, Survival Island, 1995. The Dream is Alive, 1985. I didn't even know IMAX was around in 1985. Um, T-Rex, Back to the Cretaceous, 1990. I wanted to see that one so bad, my mom wouldn't take me. <laughs> she wouldn't take me to IMAX because it was too expensive. We barely went to the fucking movie theater. China, the Panda Adventure, 2001, Horses, the Story of Aquus, 2002, and The Secret of Life on Earth, 1996. This I'm really excited about because I think my kids will really enjoy it. Have like a, we have movie nights a lot. Um, and sometimes we'll watch like Earth documentaries, like the ones that follow the animals. And it's the dude like, and then they're trying to get away from <laughs> Um So I think this is pretty interesting. My youngest son has taken an interest in uh, space travel lately. Oh, nice. So he's been coming to me with a lot of questions and stuff. So we might have to watch that space station uh, one. Nice. All right. Yeah, because those, those things are cool. Like I've watched 
I've watched a couple of them when I used to go with my ex. We used to go down there and uh, she would uh, she would get a teacher discount and we would go there to see the uh, the IMAX because we went down there to see the space shuttle one time. I went down there to see another exhibit they had and so we went to see the IMAX stuff. So it was it was really cool, especially going and like it was like the real IMAX. Like you go up there and you literally have to climb upwards just to get the good seats. Yeah, and uh, yeah, those were always those were always fun. I yeah, we have one at a really shitty mall here. It used to be like it used to be this dope mall, and then they opened another mall, mm. and now it's the mall that um has child trafficking cases. Oh shit. Because it's really close to um, this very – so there's this town called Guadalupe. It's a small, small town. It's in the middle of Tempe. Like it's surrounded by Tempe. Huh. And it used to be specifically for um, people, members of the Yaqui Indian tribe, mm. Native American tribe. And um, But it's like half Yaqui, half Mexican. But it is a run-down, corrupt – dangerous town like no one goes there and um it's right next to the mall so there's been tons of cases of kids just getting snatched and if if without that horrifying thing i shouldn't have led with it um (laughs) if anyone's seen the chris rock stand up of the mall white people forgot about that would be arizona mills um, damn, it's just, it's just discount stores. If you go to the food court, you haven't recognized not one thing in that food court. <laughs> it's all weird, like mom and pop restaurants. Oh yeah. I know those. I it's know just those a places. hood mall, dude. <laughs> and we do not go there, but that's where the IMAX is. Huh. Um, and also what else is there? There's some kind of museum that, cause they kept trying to bring kids back. Because parents <laughs> stop bringing their kids there because they're fucking snatching kids. So yeah, that's you know. that's a good thing. We have a problem with snatching kids, but we're going to do stuff to bring kids back. <laughs> Listen, good times. You know what I mean? Like some, if you don't, if if you really don't like your children, take them to Arizona Mills. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it won't be an issue. It's a mess. We went there. Um, just me and my wife. Oh. We went there because they had. We were looking for shoes for the kids, and we decided, well, let's check the discount stores. And it's it's a hood mall. It's there's no order. Everything's a mess. People are acting crazy. Like people are screaming. Like it. You know how you can tell you're in a hood mall if you are you are in the main causeway. Like you're walking, and there's someone next to you who is screaming to get someone's attention on the other side of the mall. <laughs> if that's happening, you need to leave that mall. That is a hood mall, and you're going to get shot. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, well, on that uplifting note. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. But I, I mean IMAX. I'm just, I'm just doing my public service here. That's all I'm doing. Just trying to help you out. Uh, so on our one last thing today, Everybody in in society nowadays is just trying to do their part. Right. So a 45-year-old man who lives in an apartment building in downtown Cleveland has raised thousands of dollars after posting a sign on his window as a joke. Jeff Croissant, uh, or Croissant, uh, noticed his downstairs neighbor put, had put up a Trump banner in the window amid all the civil rights protests. He decided to post one of his own. It reads, 
Venmo at Jet1513, and I will tap dance at midnight. Croissant told uh, BuzzFeed News he did it, did it for the humor and expected to get $3 from anyone who would see his sign in real life. Uh, that's until a woman named Amy Zamack, who lives across the street, took a photo of it and posted it on Twitter. And I picked it up. I picked up a lot of momentum from there. Zamek, uh, 32 told Buzzfeed her tweet was like a couple, um, her tweet was liked a couple thousand times, and, but reshare from a man named Mike in Seattle to his Twitter went hugely viral. Mike has found the photo from a friend who posted it on Facebook and didn't realize Zamek had originally taken it. His tweet now has been liked more than half a million times. Croissant, uh, only got Venmo payment for $4 prior to the sign uh, spreading on social media. Over the past few days, he watched it grow exponentially. On Monday, he had nearly $6,400 in Venmo transactions from strangers on the internet. <laughs> By Tuesday, it grew to well over $10,000. Uh, this is amazing, he said, but he's overwhelmed. He had previously planned to tap dance on Wednesday night, the same night he posted the, the sign, uh, but as more funds are coming in, he's he's waiting to raise more money, and he plans to donate all funds to the ACLU. Every two to three seconds, I'm getting Venmoed money, and it didn't slow down until Friday, said Croissant. Today, I picked up again, and donations are getting to uh, are starting to get bigger. The biggest donation I've gotten is $50 a couple of times. And at this point, I thought I should probably do something good with the money and not go. I'm going to donate it all to the ACLU. He told BuzzFeed News he provide receipts of his donation. A woman has even sent croissant tap dance shoes <laughs> and he's current that he's currently waiting on. He says he's also planning to make the actual tap dancing a bigger production by filming it for everyone who's now pitched in. Whenever the shoes come in, he'll dance and then close the Venmo. He predicts the hopes by the end of the week. He told BuzzFeed News. Corson also noted that he doesn't actually know who his downstairs neighbors are, but they ne- uh, and they never met in real life. A couple of months ago, they put up the banner in the window, and it was the dumbest banners. It was the dumbest banners ever. I, it frustrated me a lot, he said. When he had the protest, uh, when we had the protest in Cleveland that night, they took it down. A couple of nights later, they put it back up. It didn't make me too happy, so I thought it'd be kind of funny to do something to annoy them. It initially uh, thought the fair, it thought it was fairly low stakes. We're not necessarily being mean; just we're we're teasing," said Croissant. He's not heard from his downstairs neighbors, nor does he know if they're aware of what's going on on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit oh man so uh there's your moment of zen people right (laughs) oh man so yeah yeah (sighs) i'm just kidding (laughs) i got pissed steve off sometimes thank you for checking out our podcast okay try to keep it light for you sometimes (laughs) yeah it's kind of difficult these days. Yeah. Um, hope we provided some entertainment for you, at least for a brief time. If you want to help us out, please drop us a review. Reviews help raise the profile of the show. Also, if you want to help out our beer fund, listen, I'm getting light in the fridge, all right? Yeah. Head over to thelazygeeks.com and click on the PayPal link. It's on there somewhere. I'm sure you can't miss it. Um, we will drink on the show. Which we did thank today. Anyone who which I did donates. Today. I mean, I'll drink for free. I, you know, it's <laughs> that's just an I'm alcoholic. Drinking. That's just an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking too, but I can't remember what I. It's a it's a porter from like Colorado, and it's a little sweet. It's I, good. 
I got a I I got blue moon Belgian white. That's what I got today. Blue moon. <laughs> I saw you standing. Uh, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks. Comments, suggestions, or questions, email us at the mailbag at thelazygeeks.com. Uh, by the way, any emails that aren't business related or e-girl related, we'll read oh. and answer on the show. Uh, be sure to check out our YouTube channel for a lot of our past ep- shows and episodes of this. So, because when you hear the uh, Gregorian 360 whatever, there there are a lot of those shows back there. So, right. If you're using the Aztec calendar, it's, it can be a little <laughs> difficult because we didn't exist past 2012. Right. Ten. But, you know. Oh, yeah, actually. The first, the last two years of the Aztec calendar, you can <laughs> you can keep track of us. Right. <laughs> I think. I don't know how their fucking swirly calendar works. If you can't click, click, click <laughs> on any of the links available in the show notes, want more content or updates, on our coming shows, just check out our blog, thelazygeeks.com. All right, so that is it for us this week. So until next time, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we are The Lazy Geeks. <laughs>